Next on BYU Sports Nation, overreaction Friday on BYU Sports Nation. Ah! What's next for BYU Hoops after a fourth straight loss in Malibu? I can't believe the words just came out of your mouth. And how did that play into our going for two picks? Plus, the WCC's leading scorer, Cassie Broadhead, tells us how the Cougars overcome nemesis San Francisco. And what's the chance BYU basketball makes the West Coast Conference Tournament semi-finals? Hot takes on the way. Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store, simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. Win or lose, we are live. BYU Sports Nation, your day-to-day play-by-play from Studio B, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Happy Overreaction Friday. February 10th. Yeah. I'm Spencer Linton, teamed up with bad loss grief counselor, Jerem George. Oh, I'm the last guy that's going to want to be your counselor <laughs> in this moment. <laughs> I am the last person. Let's sulk together. I'm not sulking. Oh. Excited for the weekend, weekend. I realized last night that I was in a unique place when I was... You were at Unique? That's a company in Utah. Valley. Seeking some form of solace with Lavelle Edwards' advice of, hey, the sun's going to come up tomorrow. Yeah. And then you look outside, <laughs> and it's raining all day! It's cloudy in Utah. Hey! In fact, that JNails21 tweets in, yeah, unless you live in Utah, it's cloudy all day. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Yeah. Well, that was right most of the time. Oh, my goodness. What a rough night for BYU fans. Oh, and that it was such a late tip, too. So it's like, I stayed up for this! Yeah. 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 That's how we all felt. That's brutal. Well, let's soak in it some more, shall we, Jerem? And bring on the headlines. It's your BYU Sports Nation headlines. What a win for Marty Wilson and the Pepperdine Waves. 99 points Pepperdine put up on BYU in a 16-point win in Malibu last night. Lamont Murray Jr. scored 30 to lead the Waves. Cougars have to turn around and play at a very good San Francisco team tomorrow. 11 Eastern, another late start on BYU Radio and the BYU Radio apps. Now, Nick Emery told the media... Following the game, quote, It got away from us early. Just an embarrassing effort by us. We let them get off early, and that's what set the tone for them, end quote. During this game, BYU was turning it over. Was it getting into an offensive flow? Was allowing easy shots? Pepperdine started to make shots. Some contested. Got some confidence. This had all the recipes of that classic WCC road loss for BYU. And they didn't just lose. They lost by 16. How do you... There's no... I tweeted this. There's no explanation for beating a team by 29 at home and losing by 16 on the road. What was Santa Clara? 11? So BYU beat Santa Clara by 30 at home. Lost lost by by double figures on the road. 11 or something on the road. What in the world? What in the world? Coming up, we'll discuss maybe... What's going on? And your reactions. Or overreactions. We're trying to sort it out and... Mostly doing so by inviting you to have overreactions on the show. Yeah. Which <laughs> help us cope with the reality Absolutely. of what's going on. Levity. We need some, we need some laughter on this Friday. I want to laugh Friday. to keep from crying. <laughs> yes. In fact, let's put a real smile on our faces, Jeremy, and get to women's basketball, shall we? 
final seconds of the third quarter, all BYU. Now under 10, Broadhead to Pulsifer with seven. Back to Broadhead straight away. Pulsifer with five. Three is good. Mackenzie Pulsifer with her fourth three-pointer. BYU up by 41. Yeah, that was, that was a blowout. That's what BYU was hoping happened in Malibu as the Cougars won by 39 in the end, 88-49 last night. Cassie Broadhead, big night, 13 points, lower than her average, but eight assists and six rebounds, two blocks as well. She'll join us coming up in 15 minutes. The Cougars host San Francisco tomorrow at 4 Eastern on BYU TV, BYU Radio, and the apps. Now, San Francisco is the thorn in BYU's side in the WCC. The Dons won on the hilltop earlier this year by seven, and the Dons beat BYU in the WCC tournament title game last year. So this is a big one for the Cougars tomorrow afternoon. At one point in last night's women's basketball game, BYU had more assists than Pepperdine had points late in the third quarter. Oh, my goodness. 31 assists on 35 field goals. That's redonkulous. Unbelievable I, like stuff. An, like an NBA jam, I can't get that number. She's on fire! The third-ranked BYU men's volleyball team will play at USC tonight at 10 Eastern. Got to take down the Trojans after big wins against UCLA and the Bruins. Didn't they lose last night, Jerry? They lost in five at Stanford. Opportunity for BYU. Right now it's Long Beach State and BYU with one loss each in conference. So BYU should try and take care of business tonight at USC. And BYU baseball is predicted to finish fourth in the WCC Coaches Preseason Poll. Fourth? Scoff! Scoff! Colton Shaver and Keaton Kringlin were on the all-WCC preseason team. So, hey, BYU listen. baseball, wait, preseason polls are funny. There's two ways to take it, at least, right? One is, oh yeah, this is a confidence builder. Uh, we're excited to try and live up to this expectation. The other is, you know what? We don't pay attention to those, and it's going to be a motivator for us. We'll do our best. And that's what Mike Littlewood essentially said yesterday. BYU will use that as motivation. Absolutely they will. You know what? I believe him. I absolutely yeah, yeah. believe him. He will utilize that and put it in front of his team's face and, and do the Cougars, every game. Do the Cougars have the pitching to win the league? That's the question. The BYU has the bats. There's no question about that. Rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. Overreaction Friday. BYU basketball has now lost four straight to Pepperdine in Malibu, and five of the last eight overall against the Waves. The new New Mexico for BYU. Pepperdine's previous season high in scoring until last night was 85. They surpassed that by 14, almost dropped 100, 99 points against BYU. A hopeful and what seemed like a locked third-place finish in the West Coast Conference for BYU is very much in question with a big game at San Francisco looming tomorrow. The panic buttons were pushed all over BYU Sports Nation last night. There were hot takes flying into our Twitter accounts, thus prompting today's Twitter question. I I had to let go of my phone. It was burning up. What's your overreaction to last night's BYU loss at Pepperdine? Oh, we're going to have fun with this one. Use the hashtag BYUSN. At BYU underscore undefeated. This guy lives in 1984. I'm just kidding. I'm now thoroughly convinced this is all part of some extended bad dream. Hashtag Inception. (laughs) When do we wake up? BYU will join the WCC. Pepperdine will win five of eight. BYU won't win the league in the first five years. Huh? What? This is a... 
I, I, feel like we, I feel like we need to play the Stranger Things music for this because it's just weird, right? Now, yeah, is the top still spinning or not? That's the question I, on this BYU oh season. Has anyone gravy. figured that out? Right now it's still spinning. Or is it? Overreactions, Jerem. <laughs> Overreactions yeah. are the theme of today's oh, yeah. show. Let's do this. In fact, let's just throw it out to the fans, all right? And sh- oh, they've already done it. And let them set the stage for us today as we react to their reactions. Sound okay? All right. Let's bring in a third member of our fantastic BYU Sports Nation crew. His name is Ben Bagley, looking fashionable as always, Ben. Hi, guys. Let's hear some overreactions from the fans, Ben. Do I have to read this in their voices? Uh, you can do whatever you'd like, yeah, my friend. Whatever. All right. This America. one, The first one coming in from at WCC officials. Can we get a countdown to BYU's next road win? <laughs> hey. My least favorite account on Twitter. <laughs> that, that voice was fantastic. Charge. <laughs> oh. Last night. Charge. Yeah, like five times. Uh, the, BYU's 2-4 and four on the road in West Coast Conference play. They have to win at Gonzaga to have a winning record on the road in conference this year. Like, no. Nope. BYU would be 1-5. If it weren't for the largest regular season comeback in the Davros era. In 12 at years. At LMU. Yeah. Down 18. Whew. BYU has been terrible on the road, which is wild. They play so well at home. That, that juxtaposition's odd. So I, I, don't, I don't get it. I really don't get it. Some of it has to do with the rotations and the youth of the team and whatnot. We'll get into that a little bit later, I think, but... That you you can't lose you can't win by twenty nine home and lose by sixteen on the road. Well, it's that not like happen. things get any easier for BYU starting with tomorrow, which brings us to our stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. According to KenPom.com, BYU is favored in two of its last five games. That would be San Diego next Thursday night. Also a an eleven p.m. Eastern tip. Can't wait for that. Yay. And then at Portland, a team that led BYU for most of the game in Provo. So over the last five huh? games, let's let's put this. Uh, you, uh, San Francisco tomorrow, BYU's in on uh, in context, yeah, win percent forty one. What forty one? St. Mary's at home next Saturday night. BYU's like a twenty nine percent favorite. And then some team that's undefeated that plays in Washington. I believe Ken Palm gives BYU a two percent chance to win in Spokane. UVU's like we'll take those odds. BYU's favored in two huh? of the last five games. That's crazy. It, so is that an overreaction from the WC? Can we get a countdown? Yes. We, we are going to overreact, but not to that degree. To a do countdown a, to the to next BYU's road the, win? By the way, BYU hasn't won back-to-back road games this season. Uh, period. Period. Hopefully because BYU didn't play a non-conference Hopefully road the game. countdown is one day away, right? From a win? Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, hey, I'm okay with that. All right, next overreaction. Let's bring back. Nope. Hey, hey. countdown to the next road win. (laughs) One day away. Hey, I'm okay with that one. I'm okay with that one. One day. Oh yes, yes. The audible on that moment was fantastic. Cue lay miss. Yeah, exactly. One day away. Yeah. BYU's next yeah. road Let's win. get some more overreactions. We I like this. Let's hear it. Okay, yeah. Now, now back to the overreactions. All right, this one coming from Nick Lee 51. The 
This team isn't getting any better. Even our NIT hopes are on life support. The young argument doesn't work anymore. Whoa, okay, whoa, okay, a couple whoa, ideas whoa. there. I'm exhausted after that one. Whoa. Give me a break, guys. A lot of energy take there. five, 20. Take 20. it easy, yeah. Um, that's your first charge time. Even our NIT hopes are on life support. Okay. I still think BYU is going to make the NIT, but there's a shot they don't. NIT there's hopes a shot on they don't. life support? If, I, BYU I would, loses at, if BYU loses at San Francisco yes. and loses at Portland, absolutely the NIT hopes are on life support. Because if BYU gets to 20 wins, they're going to be in. They'll be in the they're NIT. In. 20 wins, I, you're in. I just think if you lose at Pepperdine what, and at Santa Clara, what else is in store? Is that San Francisco loss? Is that Portland a loss? Is St. Mary's a home loss? Is Gonzaga a loss? Here's Does BYU just, just go in flames into Vegas? Here's what's nuts about this team. BYU, an overreaction be- from me. because they are so different at home compared to the road, they're capable of beating St. Mary's isn't, in Provo. Isn't that and crazy? Losing, and losing by 16 at Pepperdine. They're capable of being that team. BYU is Aaron Eckhart in the Batman series. Two-Face. Who's a BYU grad? Two-Face. The good one at home, the crazy one on the road. BYU basketball is Aaron Eckhart. Now, so I agree with Nick saying the team right now isn't getting better. You're right. They they have kind of plateaued of, hey, they're good at home and that's not, not good an, on the road. That's not an overreaction. No. They're not getting better. The NIT hopes on life support, however, I think is, I think that is. is a bit of an overreaction. Then he says the young argument doesn't work anymore. People. I 100% disagree. People. Listen to me. Listen to me. BYU is not Kentucky or Duke. They are not. These freshmen are not the same kind of freshmen. They came off missions. It's different. BYU has zero seniors on the team. This is the youngest coach Dave Rose has ever had, or youngest team, yeah, he's ever coached. <sighs> Listen. Why, we, the Lone Peak difficult. Three are not first-round draft picks. Okay? Nick Emery and TJ Haas, they're not playing in the NBA. Eric Mika is. He will play in the NBA, okay? I want to rewind. But, and, and BYU does not have a senior on the court, and they don't have a junior who, play, who averages at least 10 minutes. It's a bunch of freshmen. And okay, I, to be fair, yesterday I said with TJ Haas that I didn't think the freshman thing should apply anymore. It's February. What I realized is that the group of freshmen and sophomores together, it do, that's too much. Nick Emery that's as a freshman much. around Chase Fisher and Kyle Collinsworth was an entirely different situation. At this point last year, stepped up. TJ Haas is averaging like 15 a game as a freshman. That's like number four all-time at BYU. Yeah, TJ doesn't have Chase that's Fisher awesome. and Kyle Collinsworth to help guide him along. Yes. The youth thing is legit. I'm not saying it's the number one thing per se, because there are some certainly some issues. But the fact that BYU is so young. It's a factor. It's a factor. And you can choose to ignore that, but you're choosing to ignore one of the most major factors in BYU season. The youth is a real deal. All right. Back to the overreaction tweets. What do you have for us next, Ben? At Twiggy or Stone, team looks bad all around. When every team has the best shooting night against you, it might be a you problem. Hashtag bad defense okay okay <laughs> team looks bad all around <sighs> i don't know that there are any bad 18 win teams like is byu bad no they're just bad compared to your expectations exactly bad compared to your expectations is the key phrase yeah listen the standard is to make the ncaa tournament that's not going to happen that doesn't mean it's a bad season your standard's too high bad all around like at this point the standard should change right BYU's 
cruising into the NIT at this point. We'll have more of your overreaction tweets coming up in I just a little bit, this. including I don't like including that. We have to do it. A throwback to a moral victory. Okay? Oh no! no. <laughs> you are not going to want to miss that no. tweet. I promise. Moral victories <laughs> are the worst. It will entertain you. Coming up, star point guard Cassie Broadhead of BYU women's basketball. They won by thirty nine last night, Jerem, and had a crazy night sharing the ball. Mm. Unbelievable statistic coming your way. BYU beats Pepperdine. Cassie Broadhead in calm demeanor in Studio B. Why that's not always the case with her. This is BYU Sports Nation. Overreaction Friday, Spencer! BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Simulcast on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Conversation happening right now on Twitter. Follow at BYU Sports Nation. Use the hashtag BYUSN. It's an overreaction Friday. What is your overreaction to last night's BYU loss at Pepperdine? Uh, the women beat Pepperdine. Yes, yes, they and did. And they play San Francisco tomorrow. We'll talk to Cassie Broadhead coming up in just a second. Uh, women's Hoops versus San Francisco for Eastern Time, BYU TV, BYU Radio, and the apps. It's a big game for BYU against San Francisco. We'll tell you why in just a moment. At CPA underscore Coog answering today's Twitter question. Let's not look at the remaining games as 2017 basketball schedule, but rather well-organized scrimmages in prep for 2018. I can wait until 2018 <laughs> to prep for 2018. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Later this year. It's yeah, one thing to be patient, but uh, then there's that. Yeah. So. I'm not throwing in the towel on this season. There is opportunity, right? Get better. Every game has now become that much more compelling because it's like, I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, there's a lot of drama going on. I don't know. Yeah. Drama can be the worst, but the best. It can also be fun, too. As you mentioned, Jeremy. It's not fun right now, I'll tell you that. BYU, (laughs) on the women's side, absolutely dismantled Pepperdine in the Marriott Center last night by 39 points. Joining us now, star of the BYU women's basketball team, Cassie Broadhead, point guard, Welcome to Studio B, Cassie, again. Thank you. You've uh, really maximized the BYU Sports Nation karma the last time you came in here with, uh, with Blaine and Jerem. Well, it was Blaine and Jason. Oh, Blaine I, and Jason. I, I that's what we were here. both gone. Was that the key? <laughs> Wait. What the? Maybe we need to sub out? Yeah. I don't know. Subs, I don't know. We're playing too many please. minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so is it, is it Kathy or Cassie? Well, some people might think it's Kathy uh, due to my recent nickname on the court by Jeff Judkins. <laughs> but it is Cassie. <laughs> what? When did he start calling you Kathy, and what's your reaction to this? For some reason, this year, starting in November, just games, just one practice, he said Kathy. And we were like, <laughs> what the heck? Because I've never heard it for the last three years. and so. But, you know, it's just added a lot of laughs on the bench or in practice or during timeouts. Does he know your name's Cassie? Like He, he does, because okay. now he'll say it and we'll just start laughing and he'll be like, shoot, I did it again. <laughs> well, now it's in his head, right? Yeah. He's like, yeah. I can't get away from <laughs> it. <laughs> do, you, do you have a nickname other than Kathy now? Uh, I... Just always changes. One of my coaches calls me Sandy. I don't know where that came from. Sandy or Broadhead. There's just people just throw things out, and I just you go. I don't have it. a real nickname. Yeah. Okay. Just, yeah. Ball, this year it's been Baller. I think is no, the no, real, no, the real no. nickname. Eighteen a game. Let's talk about that. You go from four points a game to eighteen and a half this year. How did you do that? Hmm. Waved a little wand. No, <laughs> no, a lot of preparation in the summer. Um, we lost Lexi and Kylie, and 
I mean, they were vital roles to our team. And so Judd had a talk with me and said, you're going to have to be a scorer this year. And so just kind of knew it from the beginning and, you know, kind of embraced it a little bit. Did you have to change your game very much to embrace that? Because you can't just say to someone, can you please score? You've got to be a scorer and be ready, right. and then you get the chance, right? Yeah. Um, no, in high school, I, I was a scorer, and so um, I was a two-guard, actually, in high school, and then I transferred to a point guard when I got here. Um, and so it's kind of my nature to score, and so it wasn't that hard of a transition, um, thankfully, because that would have been, you know, a hard role to fulfill, you know. It's Absolutely. tough to be patient when you're in a role like you were behind Kylie Maeda mm-hmm. and with Lexi taking a lot of shots. So what was that like for you, to yeah. uh, knowing that I'm a scorer, I shoot the ball, I, I get yeah. to the hoop, I make free throws? What was that like for you before this year? Um, it was hard. Uh, my freshman year was really hard because I was just so used to having the ball in my hands. And, um, but I kind of learned my role and, and kind of knew it would be best for our team to win and to you know, make it far in the tournament and to go to the NCAA tournament. And so um, my goal each year is to just win. And so I knew I had to embrace that and not fight it or else it would, it would cause problems. And we wouldn't have had the success we had in the past years. So. We've been waiting for a triple-double from somebody. We don't really care where it comes <laughs> from. Uh, Kalani Purcell, you know, was one assist or one rebound away a couple times. Uh, even points, I think, one time. Yeah. You were on triple-double watch last night. 13 points, eight rebounds, six. Uh, sorry, eight. Was it assist? No. Eight, eight assists, assists six, six rebounds. rebounds. Yeah. What was it like yeah. to have an overall game like that? Oh, it was fun. I mean, everyone played well. Everyone shot the ball well, and the ball was moving really well. Um, and so, yeah, it was funny. After I came out, my coach was like, really? You couldn't have you know, done a little more? To get- <laughs> really? Sandy slash Kathy? <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, it's, I didn't even know I was that close or even was on track for it. But, I mean, it was a fun game to play in, and... Yeah, people keep saying, who's going to get a triple-double first? You or Kalani? Like, Kalani for sure is going to get one. So <laughs> Let's get that triple-double, right? Yeah. So are you, a, are you opposed to the idea of someone being like, hey, one rebound or <laughs> one assist, and then you tailoring that to that if the game's not in question? Right. If the game's not in question, I don't have a problem with that. Um yeah, there'll be a couple times I'd need a look. Kalani's like, oh, I needed one rebound. I'm like, you should have told me. Like, I would have missed for you. <laughs> but, <laughs> I'll purposely miss this free throw so you can try and get the offensive rebound. Right. And it's such like no one's done it in the women's game uh, here at BYU. And so I know we're just we're trying to get it for her. So. BYU point guard on the West Coast Conference's leading scorer, Cassie Broadhead, with us in Studio B. You didn't score your first points of last night's game, a 39-point win against Pepperdine, until three minutes into the second quarter. Are you aware of those things? Like, Do you feel anxiety when you haven't <laughs> scored, or is it just kind of like flow of the game and you didn't really know? Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely know when I'm not scoring. Um, I need to be aggressive for us to win, but last night was a little different case. My teammates were making great plays and scoring, and so I didn't really have to score as much last night, which was which was nice, you know, just be able to pass the ball and watch other people score. And so um, I know I have to be in attack. Sometimes, you know, a coach will be like, you need, you know, be a little bit more aggressive. And um, so I knew I wasn't scoring, but I wasn't feeling anxious because, you know, we by that point we were up by 20 or something. So That's a good teammate. If it's church ball or rec league and I haven't scored in the first, like, six minutes, I'm like, give me the rock. I'm, I'm jacking this thing up right now. The ball is going up. Yeah, the ball's going up. Sorry. Um, 18 and a half a game. But you averaged four assists a game, which is great. And last night, 35 made shots, 31 assists from the team and only seven turnovers. How would you guys take care of the ball so well? 
Wow, uh, I didn't even know that those were the stats. We just, I mean, zones, we're really good against zones just because we have shooters and inside presence. And so the ball, I mean, the ball was moving from side to side. Yeah, it was popping. Yeah, and so we were just in a flow last night, and we made smart decisions, and, you know, we finished well. And we were really on, on the same page, you know, so it was, it was nice. I didn't know those stats. That was awesome. That's it. Like, I haven't, I don't think I've seen that before in a basketball game. That's that was uncanny. I haven't seen that this number. year, for yeah. sure. Four yeah. and a half assists to turnover ratio yeah. to one turnover as a team. Yeah. Like that, that's, that's a how good you win by as an individual. If you can do that, you win by 39. That's right. It's <laughs> like last night. I want to rewind a couple of games. Uh, you get nicked up. I think it was on your ankle or your foot, uh-huh. and there wasn't a foul called or there was a foul called on you oh, or something. You God. go over to the scores table and slam your fist down. Yeah. And then they tee you up. So, like, you're super nice and mellow right uh-huh. now. What? What happens in the game? Because after you got that technical <laughs> foul, it was like, let's go, BYU turned it on, and it was right. uh, gangbusters. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a different person on the court. <laughs> There's just a new fire that comes. Um, I did not mean to get act technical, but I was not happy. Yeah. You know, just because I you know, tweaked my ankle and on a play like that. And, you know, it definitely sparked a little fire in me. And I, I mean, everyone keeps saying, you should just get technicals at the first quarter every time. <laughs> <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I think sometimes there's a good time for a technical. Uh, uh, yeah, I, be, I think so, too. Because you're trying, yeah. to, trying to rally the troops. Like yeah. last night, I, I said on Twitter, I think Dave Rose should get a technical right now. It was like the fifth charge call uh, on, BYU, on, on BYU. And I thought, you can, you can, listen, here's a life lesson for everybody. If you complain enough, you'll probably get what you want. Like, that's why you can work the refs. Do you ever try and work the refs, or is that Jetty's job? Uh, I leave that to Jetty. I'll unless just, you slap the table? <laughs> unless I, yeah. I'll take it into my hands, you know, sometimes. But no, I'll leave it up to Jetty. I try to be, you know, create conversation off the court and mm. to kind of loosen them up. But. What's been your favorite moment of the season? I have a couple in mind. Obviously, the technical fact <laughs> is, is up there. But what's been your favorite moment from this season? Ooh, man, that's hard. Um,. I would have to say last night's one of them just because of the way we played. You know, it was a lot of fun, and I feel like everyone just had fun. I think some games we were just missing that. Um, man, the other game. The buzzer beater the double, three. The double yeah. overtime, that was, just, that was a pretty awesome game because everyone contributed. You know, Fuller's big three. You know, other people had nice plays. And so, <laughs> uh, it, you hit a three <laughs> at the buzzer to send it to double overtime. That's important. Kenzie had great defensive stops at the end of the game. So that that was probably the my favorite game of the year just because everyone had a vital part. And who plays in double overtime? Yeah. So. Yeah, that was awesome. San Francisco uh, is tomorrow. That's 4 Eastern, BYU TV, BYU Radio, in the apps. They're a team that beat you by seven on the hilltop. They're a mm-hmm. team that... Uh, upset you in the WCC Tournament yeah. Championship. What does this game mean tomorrow for you guys? Uh, it's so far the biggest game of the year. Um, just because they, they beat us in the tournament, um, and we have to win this this game in order to have a chance of winning the conference. And so, um, I mean, San Francisco is a good team. They always get up for the team. and um, Yeah, we're going to be ready. You know, we have, we have a, you know, a lot of revenge we need to get, so... What kind of a motivational speaker is Jeff Judkins in the locker room before a game like tomorrow? Uh-huh. You never really know what to expect, but he's going to, you know, give us that pep talk, like, just go out there and play. Like, like don't think about game plan if you just play and just remember it. He'll always bring up the past. Remember what they did or what they said to you. Mm. Um, and so just trying to create that, you know, that 
anger and that, which is, I don't know if that's a good thing, but, you know, just create that fire and just, just go out and play and just screw game plan. Just, yeah. just remember what they did to you. So he'll bring up the game plan all week. He'll discuss it before the game, and then he'll say, don't worry about it. <laughs> well, I mean, have it in the back of your mind, but yeah. <laughs> just really just focus on, you know, what they did and just have that, yeah. create that, that effort. It starts with emotion, right? You need yeah. that spark. And then sure. in the game, you'll be like, oh, yeah, don't we let need her to do that. Right. Yeah, this. push yeah. her left. It would be funny if it's like, you remember all that stuff we talked about? Forget it! Forget just go out there and win! <laughs> Kathy! Yeah, it's hard to take him. There's like, if he's angry, like, come on, Kathy! <laughs> Kathy, lead us onto the court! Everyone, yeah, that's happened. Uh, <laughs> I love Johnny. Yes, we, we love him. He's yeah, he's an awesome guy. Yeah. He's awesome. Cassie, great to have you with us. Uh, let's give you another measure of the BYU Sports Nation karma. Not that you need it. Yeah, yeah you've you, only taken maximized 13 it. shots the last two games. Let's get that up to 15 tomorrow, okay? Let's crank it up a little bit. We'll see what happens. Ball's going up, Jerem mentality. Yeah. Give me the ball, it's going give me, up. Give me the rack. Yeah. Cassie, great to talk to you as always. Yeah, thanks for having me. BYU in San Francisco tomorrow at the Marriott Center, live on BYU TV, 4 Eastern to Mountain Time. Dave McCann, Kristen Kozlowski on the call. Twitter question today. What's your overreaction to last night's BYU men's basketball loss at Pepperdine? More of your unforgettable responses today on the way. Overreaction Friday. Our going for two picks for tomorrow's game at San Francisco for the men after a clearly rocky start to this week's road trip. Are there any moral victories out there, Jerem? No. BYU Sports Nation brought to you in part by Tucano's Brazilian Grill. Escape the ordinary. Welcome back, sports friends. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan in Radio Vision live on BYU Radio, simulcast on BYU TV. It's Overreaction Friday, right? Something like that. I love it. We need to do this more. Yeah, I know. It is, it is a fun vehicle, isn't it? <laughs> Put that thing in uh, fifth gear and go. Yeah. We're also on demand anytime, anywhere. If you missed our explanation on why the youth issue for BYU men's basketball is not an overreaction, listen to the opening segment on the BYU TV or BYU radio apps. Also, our interview with Cassie Broadhead, what she really thinks about her coach, Jeff Judkins, calling her Kathy. Kathy. <laughs> Download the podcast. Hey, men's hoops uh, bounces back tomorrow night uh, at San Francisco. One day away from Fight. a road win. Yeah. The Fighting Rice Aronis tomorrow night, 11 p.m. Eastern time on BYU TV, or excuse me, on BYU Radio and the BYU Radio app. It's uh, going to be broadcast on television on multiple regional sports networks. Let's refresh today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. What a win for Marty Wilson and the Pepperdine Waves. You know, Jeremy, I just had a thought. Remember that one time we accidentally gave Marty Wilson BYU Sports Nation karma? When you say we, you mean you, right? Well, we're a team, right? (laughs) Most of the time. When we stick to the game plan. I'm I'm wondering if that has extended itself a little bit longer. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Do you think that that has gone on for years? It, this would be the third year. They've won five of eight against BYU. Did we do this? And, and four in a row. Wait, hold on, hold on. We didn't officially we, we give didn't, the karma. We, we weren't called, right. I didn't officially oh, give on, the Hold on, hold on, hold on. We weren't called for any charges. We didn't miss any shots. True, true. We didn't not defend. It's not on us. But 
I did wish him good luck, what is right? It? I wished him good luck in Studio B. We well, no, no, we brought him into Studio B. We invited Marty Wilson into well, Studio B. We like B. Marty; he's a nice guy. He's a great guy. Yeah. But did it backfire? And absolutely, oh! it did. No more opposing coaches in studio. <laughs> That's been our rule ever since. <laughs> BYU lost ninety nine eighty three to Marty Wilson and Pepperdine in Malibu last night. Lamont Murray Jr., his star player, went off for thirty points. Much to the chagrin of my going for two picks. <laughs> Cougars play at San Francisco tomorrow, 11 Eastern on BYU Radio and the BYU Radio app. Nick Emery said the following to the media after the game. It got away from us early. Just an embarrassing effort by us. We let them get off early, and that's what set the tone for them. End quote. Embarrassing is right, but we've heard this same kind of rhetoric. It was after the Utah Valley game. LJ Rose. Yet we're sitting here on February 10th. So I'm hoping that When's the players-only meeting to write the ship? When is that? Who's calling that? Today? Have it? Today? Who knows? It's always like, oh, we had this players-only meeting, and then we went on this. T- I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Now to women's basketball. Yes. Final seconds of the third quarter, all BYU. Now under 10. Broadhead to Pulsifer with 7. Back to Broadhead straight away. Pulsifer with 5. 3 is good. Mackenzie Pulsifer with her fourth three-pointer. BYU up by 41. Fun last night in the Marriott Center. BYU blew out Pepperdine. Cassie Broadhead uh, had a big night. 13 points, 8 rebounds, six or uh, 8 assists, 6 rebounds. BYU won by 39. Cougars host San Francisco tomorrow at 4 Eastern on BYU TV and BYU Radio, as well as the apps. If you missed it, Cassie Broadhead, the WCC leading scorer, was in studio. Said it's a really big game with San Francisco. BYU has some revenge in order tomorrow. The hardest games to broadcast are games like last night when BYU's up by 41 yeah. at the end of the third quarter. I called a UConn-BYU women's basketball game in the Marriott Center. Which was exciting for the first four minutes, right? Maya Moore almost uh, dunked in that game. By the way, UConn women's basketball, they've won 98 straight games. It's pretty good. They're on the push for 100 straight wins. Listen, Pepperdine's only 94 short of that in Malibu <laughs> against BYU. Oh, <laughs> Third-ranked BYU men's volleyball plays against the Trojans of USC tonight on the road in Southern California, 10-10. Got to follow up those two big home wins over UCLA by taking care of the Trojans. Yeah, if you could beat UCLA, you could beat USC. BYU baseball is projected to finish fourth in the WCC coaches' preseason poll. Colton Shaver and Keaton Kringlin were on the all-WCC preseason team. The season starts next week. I can't wait. I know Jason Shepard can't wait either. Right now we are, and I'm frustrated that we have to do this after last night's game, but going for two. Can you predict the future? These guys think they can. We're going for two on BYU Sports Nation. All right. Jeremy and I were combined one for four last night, but who got the one? I think that's obvious from your rhetoric so far. Number one, I said Eric Mika will outscore Lamond Murray. Hey, you know what? You can take that laugh train there. <laughs> Is that an overreaction? Lamont Murray scored 30 points. Wow. Eric Mika had 18. Eric Mika fouled out with three minutes left. Got going a little bit in the second half, and I thought, okay, maybe. But Eric Mika's struggling right now from the field a little bit. It's the second half of WCC player. It's down the stretch. Game plans have changed, so there's got to be some kind of adjustment there. 
So obviously I was wrong. Murray outscoring Mika by 12. The conference's two leading scorers, by the way, 20.7 and 20.6 per game. Well, that was before last night. Yeah, that was before. Before last night. Number two, I said BYU will be plus two in the turnover battle. Well, heck no. No. Thanks, Larry. Pepperdine turned the ball over 17 times. And you think, wow, if you get Pepperdine to turn the ball over 17 times on their home floor, you have a pretty good chance of winning, right? BYU turned the ball over 18 times. They were minus one. Yeah. So, 0 for 2. 0 for 2. I said Nick Emery would score 12 plus. Because Nick Emery hadn't scored 12 plus in seven straight games. Before the sickness, too. He had been uh, struggling. He scored 19. He had 10 in like the first three minutes. He was really, really good. And then, of course, I had to go here. Uh, I said BYU would win by 11 plus. Yeah. I was only 27 points off then. Why did you do that? Every t- Yeah, you're right. There's a curse there. <laughs> Although, if, if you watched or listened to yesterday's show, you know that we actually called the Pepperdine that Pepperdine would win. Because I said, well, what that means now is that Pepperdine will win. Yes. You said only by four, but close enough. So if you want to get overreactions... Look elsewhere because that was a reaction that oh. happened. No, I of course I called for BYU to win. Jerem Jordan back up one in the overall going for two Holler! standings, thirty-one and thirty-seven on the season. I am now thirty for thirty-eight. So yeah, BYU San fun. Francisco tomorrow. Time to make some projections. Perhaps can't wait. Get back on track. And I'm talking to myself. Number one. <laughs> How about this? BYU will win. Not by one. Wow. Not by four. Just BYU will win. This has become pathetic. BYU will win, although they are only a 41%. uh, They are an underdog to San Francisco tomorrow. Ken Palm, Ken Pomeroy, gives BYU a 41% chance to win on the road on the hilltop against San Francisco, a three-point underdog. BYU will win is one of your picks against San Francisco. will win at San Francisco. I don't think it's a bad pick. Right? That's where we're at. That's where we're at. It's going against the experts. Number two, San Francisco will shoot 47% or less. They average 47.2 on the season. They're on their home floor. If BYU is to come through for me and win and get my first pick, they have to hold San Francisco under 47% shooting. Okay, number one for me. BYU will have two 20-point scores. BYU will have two, okay? Whoa, 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 whoa. 20 plus. Two. Yeah, two. And number two, San Francisco will make 10 plus threes. <laughs> they, they make. Can BYU win if San Francisco makes games. 10 threes? Can they win that I game? I didn't have one of my picks as BYU will win. Oh. BYU's played well and won there the majority of the time. In fact, I think they have a little winning streak going in San Francisco, so it's not that crazy. But the way BYU's played on the road and coming off Pepperdine. BYU hasn't won back-to-back road games all year, by the way. They didn't win last night, so they need to win. Not to get overall. We're not talking just conference. It's, they this season. They haven't won because they didn't, road games this season. They didn't play a non-conference road game. Rally the troops. Hey, let, hey, BYU hoops, let's go, okay? Pick it up. Visit the Full House Street. Go on the bridge. Look where uh, you know Planet of the Apes was <laughs> shot recently. We're X-Men 3, we're what? Alcatraz. Okay, do all that. Get it out of the system. Consume some rice aroni and beat Kyle Smith and the Dons. All of the movies you could have referenced in San Francisco and you go Planet of the Apes. Yeah. <laughs> Bill Russell and Casey Jones are going down. More of victories and overreactions up next. And Tim Dirksen, you too.
BYU Sports Nation, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan live from Studio B. This is your day-to-day BYU Sports play-by-play, highlighted by overreactions today. Watch our daily rebroadcast weeknights on BYU TV at 6 p.m. Eastern sharp. And tomorrow at 4 Eastern, you, you can watch an important women's basketball game on BYU TV or listen on BYU Radio or the apps. It's BYU versus San Francisco. The Dons beat BYU earlier this season and in the WCC tournament title game. So big game tomorrow for the ladies. Twitter question today. What is your overreaction to last night's BYU men's basketball loss at Pepperdine? At CougarFan asks, when does football start? No, 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 no. Countdown to the Vikings. 197. 197. Oh. No, I'm not. No. No, 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 no. There's... I'm going to consume spring football. Yeah. I'm going to consume baseball, men's volleyball. Oh, yeah, the end of men's basketball, whenever that is. There are things to happen. There are things to happen. Oh, you guys really brought the show down there. Let the silence. Everything in its time. Let the silence soak in. Like Ecclesiastes 6 said. The countdown has just put a horrible topping (laughs) on all. Listen, I was having fun with this. (laughs) <laughs> and then that stinking countdown music <laughs> plays, and it's like, <laughs> <laughs> let's get the energy going again, shall we, Jerem? With more of your fabulous overreactions to last night's BYU men's basketball loss at Pepperdine, what do you have for us now? At BR Lemon says, they may not ever live up to expectations. That's the biggest overreaction I've heard yet. Listen, it's cr- year number one! Yeah. Creighton, a bunch of so a bunch of freshmen and sophomores can't get it done, so you're done. Huh? But Jerem, Kentucky and Duke and North Carolina, those teams can get it done with freshmen and sophomores? Yes, those are lottery picks. Yeah. Remember that? Wait, are you saying BYU's not Duke and Kentucky? Uh that doesn't even need to be said. Sorry. Yeah. Uh I would give it a little more time. Case study. Creighton, last year, a team BYU beat in the NIT, has been a top 25 team all season. And Virginia Tech, who they beat in the NIT last year, who was young, has been a top 25 team. How about that? So the next year, they learned, they developed, they grew, they got better, they tweaked, they improved, they practiced, they lifted. Are you you suggesting that the youth can develop into something better, Jerem? My thought. My three-year-old logic, man. My three-year-old isn't eating all the food that I want her to eat right now. Oh, she's never going to eat food like Ever. a normal person. <laughs> what? Ever? Let's just hey, let's just let there be a little bit of learning curve. Were the expectations too high for this group? They yes, were. they yes. were. Yes. Who's, yes. Who's in charge of that? We all were. Absolutely. Blame we're who all you churning want. that hype machine. Absolutely. Granted, I have not donned the. The tourney train right. cap one and time and this you, year. Yeah, and you'll hype it more than I do, right? But, yeah, we're all excited. That doesn't mean this team can't do something special in the next year or two. It's not this season, though. It's not this season. And we went after at BR Lemon a little bit hard there. Be- yeah, we, yeah. But we were asking for yeah. overreactions. We, uh, yeah. And you might have overreacted uh, in your overreaction. Yes. Or whatever. Yeah. Yes, we're we asked fun. for that. Yeah. All right. Next overreaction. At Yeti Azul. Kept them under 100. Moral victory. Yeah! Moral victory. Woo! Yay. I'll Kept- stand up and clap for that. What are you, Wolf Blitzer? 
Yeah, yeah, pan up. Yeah. Our, our, ca- our camera guy's like, oh, shoot, he moral, moved. I, I got to move. Moral victory. Alex is like, I got to move. Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> you did that just to make a cameraman. I got to make, make a move. People, got to make people work in the studio, right? Uh, well, these guys are all working hard. Pepperdine right? scored 99, Jeremy. At least they didn't get to triple digits. Next. <laughs> what? What's what's next? At Neil Erdley says Cougar men's basketball will not win twenty games this year. Stop! It. Oh, get out of here! Stop it! You hey, let's look at the schedule and just stop it. Is he is he that off? Okay, will, will BYU beat San Diego at home? Yes, yes. Will BYU beat Portland on the road? They better. I don't know. <laughs> Will You're BYU think- then win a quarterfinal that isn't a road game? It's a neutral game I in think Vegas. Th- I think they will. There's 20. Actual victory. Yes. Act- that would be an actual yes. victory. BYU right. will win 20 games this year. If BYU gets 20, they're in the NIT. Okay? They're going to be in the NIT. I don't think BYU missed the NIT, but there's a shot. An outsider shot. I don't think it's going to happen, though. Does anybody have a positive outlook on this? Anybody? Is there somebody? Is there a positive ben. overreaction? At Jelly Belly Kelly says, this team is so sick of losing, they're going to bounce back and win all <laughs> remaining games. Okay. Okay, that's an all overreaction. Right. In yeah. fact, that's the biggest overreaction we've heard Hashtag yet. Hashtag optimistic overreaction. Thank you, yeah. at Jelly Belly Kelly. Yeah. Something, right? A positive tweet in an overreaction form. <sighs> Letting that soak in, Jerem? Speechless. With where we're at with this, <laughs> I just didn't. I just didn't see all these losses piling up. Oh, I, did, I didn't with this group, so it's quite disappointing. What is your overreaction to last night's BYU loss at Pepperdine? At Art Director BYU says, "I always say if something is worth reacting to, it's worth overreacting to." <laughs> yes, Art Director BYU gets it. At Y Fangirl underscore JB, no comment. <laughs> Hey, that's an overreaction. We needed a reaction. How did former Cougar golfers play yesterday on the links at Pebble Beach? That and more in the Cougar Whip Around. It's loaded. Did softball beat number one Oklahoma? They took to Nebraska. BYU Sports Nation is presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. Let's whip it, Spencer. It's time for the Cougar Whip Around. Men's basketball. Lost at Pepperdine, 99-83 in Malibu last night. The Cougars have lost four in a row there. Lamont Murray Jr. scored 30 points for the Waves. Cougars travel to San Francisco tomorrow to face the Dons at 11 Eastern on BYU Radio and the BYU Radio app. Women's basketball. The ladies absolutely destroyed Pepperdine in Pro Bowl last night, running away with an 88-49 victory. Cassie Broadhead near to triple-double, 13 points, 8 assists, 6 rebounds. The Cougars host San Francisco tomorrow, 4 Eastern on BYU TV and BYU Radio, also on the apps. Volleyball. The third-ranked men's volleyball team heads to California tonight. They'll take on USC at 10 Eastern time in L.A. Former Cougar Casey Patterson and his new beach volleyball partner Theodore Brunner are 3-0 in pool play at the Fort Lauderdale Beach Volleyball Major. They took down the number one-ranked team from Brazil. Baseball. Cougars are projected to finish fourth in the West Coast Conference per the preseason baseball coaches poll. Colton Shaver and Keaton Kringlin were selected to the coaches' preseason all-WCC team. Softball. BYU softball split the first two games of their season yesterday at the in Puerto Vallarta, Mexico, beating Nebraska 12-1 in the season opener. 
and then falling to number one ranked Oklahoma 7-1, though they were pretty competitive the whole game. Cougars face 13th ranked Washington at 8 Eastern tonight and second ranked Auburn at 11 a.m. Eastern tomorrow. It would be great if they could get one of those. Cougars in the PGA. Zach, Zach Blair's tied uh, for 10th amidst the birds at 2 under par through 17 holes in the first round of the Pebble Beach Pro-Am. Someone's got to shoot that stupid turkey. Which what? Which was suspended uh, around Thanksgiving, yeah. Which was suspended due to inclement weather. Daniel Summerhays finished at four over. Mike Weir at two over, having finished their opening rounds. Back to you. Gymnastics. The ladies head to Denton, Texas for a try meet with Texas Women's University and Centenary tomorrow night. Tennis. Who? The, yeah, those are real universities. Huh? Men's tennis fell to Utah 4-2 yesterday at home. What? The Cougars play at Boise State tomorrow at 8 Eastern to try and avenge 4th and 19th. The women's team plays Denver tomorrow. Crack and Bill. The men's and women's teams will compete at the Iowa State Classic today and tomorrow. Today's Rise and Shout brought to you by Dexter and Dexter Help when you need it most. DexterLaw.com. Jerem, who is so deserving? Cassie, don't call me Kathy or Sandy Broadhead. Little Jimmer, 13 points, 8 assists, 6 rebounds versus Pepperdine in a 39-point victory yesterday. What is your overreaction to last night's BYU loss at Pepperdine? At Stubbs, 1946. Only one starter last night played college basketball last year. Bench, not much better. And the youth shouldn't be an issue. Are you kidding me? What? Are you kidding me? At Diana Allen. Maybe, just maybe, the entire men's basketball team and staff need to go into Studio B for the karma. You're welcome. Bring the whole crew Come on in. in. Bring it. We are maybe willing we to do whatever to go, it takes. Maybe we need to go to the annex. Oh, maybe we, yeah. Slash the Marriott, don't call me Marriott. Maybe the Center. karma needs to be instituted is it the Mari- in the annex. Is it the Marriott Center, but the Marriott Hotel? I don't know. <laughs> Our elite tweet of the day, at Professor Mao, says, Lock the team in the gym without a ball for the next week. Defense and rotation drills only. Can't do that. On Sunday, they got to be able to go to church. Thanks to Cassie Broadhead and everyone on our crew. Show on demand, BYUSN.com. Audio podcast on iTunes and the TuneIn app. For Jeremiah and Spencer, shout out to Katrina, or sorry, Karina Ludwig. BYU Sports Station back to work on Monday. Overreactions! Go Cougars!